So then, 8.32, and this past Sunday, around a 1,000 citizens marched along Chonggaechon, the stream, to raise awareness here in central Seoul of renewable energy. That was ahead of these major ongoing UN climate talks in Paris. But we can now bring in Mr. Kim Tae-jong from Greenpeace Korea, one of the organizations that participated. And good morning. Hi, morning. Thank you so much for, for speaking with us. Thank you for having me. Um, so tell us more about the purpose of this march on uh, this past Sunday. Yeah, um, before I actually mention, uh, my name is Jude Lee, a renewable energy campaigner and Greenpeace Asia Seoul. So, um, yeah, thank it, you for clarifying that. Um, no uh, my... my, my uh, <laughs> Your, your intro, I, I guess we've had a switch in uh, in our Greenpeace representative, but uh, nonetheless, it's a pleasure to to hear your side of the story. That's where we wanted to to lend our daily voice, as I said. Can you just give us that background, though, on a the purposes of the march and and how significant it proved to be? Yeah, as you briefly mentioned, um, install Greenpeace Vars um, 350.org and Climate Action 2015 and a geek organized the march at Chonga Street and about 1,000 people were participated um, demanding 100% renewable energy by 2050. And globally, the Global Climate March was organized by more than um, 175 countries and more than um, 700,000 people were gathered. It's the um, exactly same message universally calling for 100% renewable energy by 2050. Uh, this actually is the movement um, for the people's voice to be heard to the world leaders who come to the COP21 in Paris. So why is it so important? I mean, to be honest, I'm sold on this already, but why, why is it so important to get this message across about reusable energy? Um, first of all, um, uh, we call it renewable energy rather than reusable energy because um, the uh, we, we see the renewable energy is as a definite solution to the climate change. Um, also, Korea's responsibility for the climate change is not insignificant. In terms of emitting like, carbon dioxide, Korea is the top seventh in the world. Uh, but the renewable energy share in the electricity is only 1.9% in 2014, which means bottom of the bottom in the world. Um, more than 50% of the carbon dioxide Korea has emitted come from the energy conversion and generation sector. So a uh, faster transition to renewable energy in the energy sector must be taken first. So, um, but as, you, as I explained, like, there is a little effort at the government level. Um, but um, recently, 100% Renewable Energy Committed IT company emerged and Amazon decided to open its data center in Korea next year. So the tight control on renewable energy should be lifted and uh, for the consumers and multinational corporations who commit 100% renewable energy should have ways to purchase electricity from renewable energy in Korea. So um, the implementing ordinances are under discussion in um, relation to it in the Ministry of Science, ICT and Future Planning now. And this will be the real test for the Korean government whether or not it is ready for the new economic paradigm, which is based on the renewable energy and less carbon dioxide intensive model.
Well, we wish you the best of luck with those efforts. Thank you so much for joining us to share your daily voice with us, Jude Lee. Uh, not presumably your, your colleague who I introduced <laughs> before. Um, no but, problem. But, 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 but uh, as I said, best of luck. And it's always nice to hear a daily voice from a different avenue of life. Thank you a lot, Alex. We, we hope for an update. We also hope for a decent outcome from the ongoing Paris-UN Climate Change Conference. And if anyone else wants to share their daily voice with us, here's the detail. EFM this morning at gmail.com. Simple enough, just get in touch.